أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس الغنى عن كثرة العرب ولكن الغنى غنى النفس أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Beloved brothers and elders Each and every one of us have to face death one day. It is inevitable. That death is something which will never miss anyone. Always, every person, every soul shall definitely chase death. In the Quran Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kullu nafsin dha'iqatul mawt. That every soul shall definitely chase death. Thumma ilayna turja'oon. Then you will be returned to us. So now that we know that we are definitely going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day. So what preparations have we made 
to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What preparations have we made for that day which is inevitable? And in this life, despite us knowing that definitely we will have to face death, it is human nature, it is natural that at times we will forget about this. We will get consumed in this worldly life and together with that we have the onslaught of shaitan who will constantly be trying to deviate us from the path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have our nafs which is constantly pulling us towards evil, pulling us towards following our desires. So these are the challenges which every person will face despite him knowing that he is going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the quran Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about shaitan where shaitan said shaitan describes how he will come to man and how he will try and deviate him from the path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in the last part of this ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَجِدُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ شَرْكِرِينَ You will find most of them to be ungrateful. You will find most of them to be ungrateful. So now, considering that this is the statement Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making in the quran Majid, how important for us to be grateful. And this is the preparation we need to make to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To start thinking in a positive matter, to, in a positive manner, to try and bring appreciation into our lives, appreciate the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be thankful for what we have, and don't keep complaining about what we don't have. And in this way, inshallah, we will live a beautiful life, and a person who then lives a beautiful life, you live, you die as you live. Then you will die also in a beautiful manner. So this is the lesson that we need to bring into our life, this aspect of shukr. That we live our life being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that when the day comes to meet Him, then we are waiting to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because for every favor, we are so grateful. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, اِغْتَنِمْ خَمْسًا قَبْلَ خَمْسٍ That appreciate five favors before five. Appreciate five favors before five. And the first one, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, شَبَابَكَ قَبْلَ هَرَمِكَ Your youth before your old age. Now many a time, we have this misconception that youth is only your teenage Years, or your early 20s. But no, ulama explained that your youth goes right up until the age of 40. And some ulama say that youth is right up until you have the physical strength to carry out ibadat and actions. So your youth before your old age. If you look at the Quraysh of Makkah, when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had began the message of spreading Islam, the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then it was the youngsters amongst the Quraysh who were the first to accept the message of Islam. And this is because when a person is in his youth, then he is open to reason. He is ready to accept, accept the truth. He is ready to accept something new. But whereas when a person gets old, then it's hard to change habits. Old habits they die hard. So from here you can see the critical age of youth, how important it is. And as parents, how important that we put the correct dini values into our children. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had described seven groups of people who will be under the shade of his arsh on the day of Qiyamah. And from amongst 
those seven groups of people. One was Shabun Nashafi Ibadati Rabbihi. That youngster or that youth who was brought up in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now, parents, let's ask ourselves. We allowed that child to watch that World Cup match, spending 90 minutes, whiling away his time. But do we emphasize on that child spending 90 minutes in the holidays reading Quran in Majid every day? Just as how we allow him to go out with his friends, to watch that match, to spend hours on that iPhone or that iPad, gives time towards his deen. Are we taking our children with us to the... If you ask the Hiv, Asatiza, those who teach Hiv, they will tell you that generally they give a very short holiday for Hiv classes. And the reason for that is that even despite giving that short holiday, when the child comes back after the holidays, then you will find the child is very rusty. It's as though one month goes and just trying to get the child back up to, up to that level he was before the holidays. What's the reason for this? Because in the holidays there's no Quran image been read. To look at that importance of us instilling the correct values into that child, that impressionable mind, that from a young age they get into the habit of the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then they will fall under the ambit of this hadith, that they are appreciating their youth before all age. And number two, they will be under the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. There was a great sahabi, Umair bin Abi Waqqas radiallahu anhu, and in the battle of Badr, he was only 16 years old. Old. And, this, and, and this because of his young age, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wanted to send him back. But this youngster began crying that he wants to participate in this battle. Only 16 years of age, he participates in the battle of Badr. And after the battle of Badr, when they are going to round up and looking for the martyrs of Badr, the 16-year-old Umair bin Abi Waqqas was amongst the shuhada of Badr. Youngster had that zeal for deen. So this is that, that message that the youngsters need to have this zeal for deen. Parents, we need to bring this into their lives. And inshallah, they will be appreciative of their youth before all age. So this is Qabla Haramik. Then, the second favor Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has instructed us to appreciate and your good health before sickness. Beloved brothers, this good health is something which is so important. It is more important than even wealth. Because a person, he can have all the riches of the world. But if he does not have good health, he can never enjoy it. If he does not have good health, he can never enjoy it. There was once a pious buzur who suffered from a condition in which he could not pass urine he underwent until eventually he went to the doctors and then they had to insert some form of tube until he got relieved from that. So people had asked him that what was the cause of this? He said, because of my sins. He said, elaborate further, what do you mean because of my sins? He says that every single day I enjoy this ni'mah, this favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of being able to go and relieve myself with such ease, with such afiyat. But I never made shukar for this ni'mah. One favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You ask any person who has a prostate problem, how difficult it is. Do we make shukar for this favor? Instead of complaining all the time, I got this ache, I got this pain. Look at all the favors Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us with regards to our health. So well. You ask any person in this gathering, if he's prepared to give others, he'll say never. And free of charge, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to enjoy this good health every single day. 
So this is how important that we take our time consciously to make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the good health which we enjoy. And another way in which we can appreciate this favor is that we go and visit the sick. Unfortunately, after the COVID, many people became scared to now go and visit sick. But this is a part of our deen. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, that person who steps off to visit a sick person, then the entire time from the time he leaves home, 70,000 malaika are making dua for him. A simple deed like visiting the sick. And not only that is the holidays, go and visit the sick with this intention that I'm following sallam. And it will bring appreciation for the good health you have. Doesn't it happen when you go and visit a sick person, you say, Ya Allah, I make shukr to you, protected me from this. So this is one way of appreciating this ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we visit the sick. Then another thing we can do to show appreciation is every day take up time to perform two rakats of salah. Salah to shukr for the favor of good health Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. So this was the second favor which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had instructed us to carry out was that we appreciate our good health before sickness. Then the third favor Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had instructed us to appreciate was your wealth before poverty your wealth before poverty now let us understand something what is true wealth true wealth is not having a big bank balance but rather in one hadith Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that what is true wealth true wealth is not having abundant possessions but rather, true wealth is having contentment of the heart. A person might have a small bank balance, but he has contentment. He appreciates, he's happy with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him. This is a truly wealthy person. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has explained that that person who wakes up in the morning with his family being secure, and he has a shelter over his head, and he has food for that day, then the entire world has been gathered for him. The entire world has been gathered for him. So let us realign our thinking that we do not have to constantly chase this dunya, but rather we have to constantly try and bring contentment into our hearts. That what I have, let me make sugar for it. And an easy way to bring this appreciation is look at the person who is worse off than us. There's a famous saying that a person once wanted a certain pair of shoes and he always wanted this pair of shoes and he strived hard to earn for that pair of shoes until he saw a person with no legs. And then he realized this ni'mah that he has feet. Alhamdulillah. So similarly like that, we should look at that person who is lower than us. Automatically a form of appreciation will come within us. Then another way which we can appreciate the wealth which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with is that we spend the wealth in the right avenue. We spend the wealth in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If someone has to give you some gift, some special gift, and then you take that gift and you treat it insignificantly, won't that person feel bad? Now think about that wealth which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with. And then you take that same wealth and you spend it in his disobedience. Won't that bring the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And under this, how important when we are having our wedding functions, that we do not squander our wealth, we do not waste our wealth, but rather have it simple. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has explained the best of nikah is the one which is most simple. 
So we need to bring simplicity into our life. We do not need to squander our wealth. Hazrat Muhammad Abu Hassan Ali Madvi Rahmatullah Ali, in 1961, he had visited Burma and he saw the opulence in which people were living and the wastage. And he had warned them, he had warned the Muslims of Burma that you better change your ways. Otherwise, the adab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come upon you. And just one year later, exactly one year later, after Mawana Ali Mia Rahmatullah Ali had warned them about this, they had lost all their wealth. They had to run just with whatever was on their back. They had to run from the result of wastage, of squandering, of not spending your wealth in the way which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to spend that wealth. So this was the third point which Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had instructed us to appreciate, that appreciate your wealth before poverty. Then Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had informed us, that appreciate your free time before you become pure. Appreciate your free time. And what a perfect time now as we come to the so-called holiday season that many of us will have free time. Now how do we spend that free time? Do we spend that free time in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or we spend that free time in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Hassan Basri rahmatullah Ali used to say, I met a people who valued their time even more than their wealth. I met a people who valued their time more than their wealth. Obviously he was a tabi'i. He was referring to the sahaba radiallahu anhu. Just some of things that we can do in the holidays and how we can spend our time profitably. We can increase the recitation of the Quran in Majeed. I remember our time is such that the more effort you make in making that time profitable, the more effort you make in turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in ibadah, in using that time profitably, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would stretch that time for you. You will get barakat in that time. Brothers, in this day and age, there are people who live busy lives, yet they are able to recite 10 paras of quran majid daily. 10 paras of quran majid daily, despite going to work. But this is because they have utilized their time correctly. Then in that short space of time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stretches that time for them. So this is how we can appreciate time. That we use it profitably. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us barakat in that time. Then another thing we can do is engage in some humanitarian work. Help out some people who are suffering. Some Something which is profitable. Engage our children as well in that. So in that way we are not wasting that time. Look at this World Cup. How much time is wasted watching these matches? How much time is wasted watching the highlights of these matches? It will not benefit you in this dunya, it will not benefit you in the akhirah. But we are wasting away our time. That time can be utilized so profitably. Then we are sleeping late at night. Person is battling to make it for Fajr to the masjid. Oh, Isha is late. But then how much time you are spending after Isha? Before you are going to sleep. So isn't this wasting that bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your free time? How important. And then the last thing which Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has instructed us to appreciate is, Your life before your death. 
If you haven't appreciated the above four that we have mentioned, then definitely appreciate the life which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. On one occasion, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was passing by a qabr along with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. So he asked the Sahaba that who is buried here? So they told him so and so person is buried over here. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had said to them that two rakats of salah which you perform, two rakats of salah which you perform is more valuable to this person than your entire life. Meaning now that he has left this world, nothing subhanallah will not benefit him. No salah will benefit him. Now he has left this world. The only thing which will benefit him is maybe some isali sawab which someone is sending towards him. But look at this, that after you have passed away, there is no benefit. Abdullah bin Amr bin As radiallahu anhu was one pass in the Qabristan. He got off his mount, he performed two rakats of salah. People around him asked him that something strange you did today, why did you do such a thing? He said, I thought to myself that after these people have gone, this, they will never be able to benefit from two rakats of salah. So I thought to myself, whilst I'm alive, let me perform these two rakats of salah. One subhanallah that you read, one subhanallah that you read, how valuable that subhanallah is, a tree in Jannah is planted for you. After you have left this world, brothers, no benefit. Absolutely no benefit. So how important that value this life which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. And generally we find, unfortunately, us South Africans, we complain a lot. Everything we complain about. I remember my one Ustad told me that even when you go for Umrah, you'll find people waiting patiently. They are happy, they are content. But you'll find the South African is always complaining. I paid for this, I'm not getting the service. The queues are so big, the crowds are so big. Constantly complaining, complaining. Let us change our attitude from one which is negative to one which is positive. Appreciate what we have. Instead of complaining about what we don't have. And inshallah, if we live our life in this way, then we'll have a beautiful death. If we live our life in this way, we will have a beautiful death. Because you die as you live. So let us bring this appreciation into our life. Appreciate the ni'mah, the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be happy with us. And on that day when we meet Him, then we will be happy to meet Him. He will be happy to meet us. So just to conclude, the five things which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has instructed us to appreciate. That appreciate five favors before five. Shababaka qabla haramik. Your youth before your old age. Watihataka qabla saqamik. Your good health before sickness. Waghinaka qabla faqrik. Your wealth before poverty. Wafaraghaka qabla shughlik. Your free time before becoming occupied. Wahayataka qabla mawtik. And your life before your death. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.
الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس الغناء عن كثرة العرض ولكن الغناء غنى النفس أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن المجيد ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم فإنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصل على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في معنى الحديث أرحم أمتي بأمة أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي ربوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل للصحابة أجمعين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Come forward brothers That's for in the south سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إن 
يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر صار لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سور مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم انت السلام وانت السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال وذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما اعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله على النبي الامي برحمتك يا رب